Oh, the Gospel of Thomas. <laughs> this is the Gospel of Jesus that the Apostle Thomas wrote and has been left out of the New Testament by those wicked early church fathers, and we should really be reading the Gospel of Thomas. <laughs> Have you heard that? It's all over the airwaves, so to speak. Um, this is the whole issue of canonization, and it's the issue of what's called the New Testament Apocrypha. And so let me just say uh, a few things about this whole thing. Uh, it isn't written, the process isn't written down in any one place, but it's pretty clear that if a book was going to be accepted into the New Testament, now we're not talking about the Old Testament, we're talking just about the New. If a book was going to be accepted into the New Testament, there was a threefold test. The first was authorship. Who wrote it? And we know from the historical writings of the church that when the apostles wrote books, they were accepted instantly. That's very important. Uh, the, uh, the opponents will say, oh, the, the New Testament wasn't determined until about 398 A.D. or something like that. Well, that's just not true. Uh, the, when Matthew wrote, people recognized him as one of the disciples. They accepted his gospel right away. When Mark was written, uh, it was the memoirs of Peter, uh, one of the central apostles, probably the central apostle. And uh, Mark was accepted instantly. Uh, so authorship was a big thing. Uh, the second test that was used as to whether books should be in the Bible or not is harmony of doctrine and tone. In other words, does this book agree or disagree with the books we've already accepted? And so uh, if you, you go along, and even though Luke Acts was written by a second generation, uh, but, but by someone who wasn't uh, an eyewitness of Jesus, his, his writings, about a third of the New Testament, uh, were accepted instantly. People understood that what Luke, the story that Luke was telling was the same as what Paul had said and Mark had said and uh, Matthew had said. So harmony of doctrine and tone, does it just feel the same and does it agree? And the third test of canonization is, does the church as a whole agree? And this is a very important point. Opponents will say a couple of stodgy theologians off in some corner decided what books belong in the Bible. Again, it's just not true. And there's, there's not, you know, when they say where there's smoke, there's fire. Not necessarily. There's simply no truth to this at all. Uh, what the, when the councils got together, what they recognized was what all the churches had agreed. Uh, for example, the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John had a little bit of trouble getting into the canon because second century heretics named Gnostics misused the Gospel of John to push their heresy. And so there was a little bit of hesitation in the church as a whole as to whether they should really accept the fourth gospel. But the traditions that the, the beloved disciple had written it were so strong that it, it, the church as a whole, and that's the point, the church as a whole said, no, no, it, it, it's from John, it's from God, we can believe every word of it. And so those were the, those were the tests, authorship, harmony of doctrine and tone, and then usage by the church as a whole. So you can see why books like 2nd and 3rd John had a bit of a struggle getting into the canon. As the church fathers got together, as the councils met, you know, these are written to two churches, very, probably small churches, very short letters, and they probably weren't spread around the ancient world very much. So th those are the kinds of issues that come along. Okay, so that's the process of canonization. I should say, the word canon just means what are those books that we accept to be right, uh, the, the standard by which we judge truth. Okay, so canonization is the study of the canon, what books are in the Bible. Well, enter Gospel of Thomas in the New Testament Apocrypha, and this is, this is big news right now, so I'm, good chance you've heard about this. There were a whole 
bunch of books that were written second century and later uh, that uh, they, were not, they were not written, if you look at the rules for canonization, they were not written by the people who they said wrote it. Uh, the gospel, Thomas never wrote the Gospel of Thomas. Uh, Thomas, uh, after, uh, after the resurrection, he took off to southwestern India and evangelized India. He, he wasn't writing the Gospel of Thomas. Um, the Gospel of Thomas actually can be dated about 175, 180 AD. It's written in Coptic. It's not even in Greek. Uh, but you have these whole bunches of books and what was happening in the early church is that the authorities, the, the disciples, the, the, the leaders of the church were dying off and so they didn't have anyone to go to to say what exactly do we believe and can we, can we believe Shepherd of Hermas? Is that, does that belong in the Bible or not? So you, you, you have this historical situation where people needed to say uh, should, we, should we accept these books or not? And there were a lot of books. My favorite one is, is an infancy narrative. It's about what Jesus was like when he was little. And it says Jesus was, uh, was out in the shop working with his dad one day, and his dad was a carpenter, and he was making a bed for a rich man, and he cut a piece of wood too short. Jesus said, that's okay, grab one and I'll grab the other. Stretch it out. Really, does that sound like something Jesus would do? In another place, uh, a kid fell down dead, and all the other little kids went home and told their parents that Jesus had killed them. So Jesus, as a 12-year-old, I think, raised him from the dead and so he could tell his parents that Jesus hadn't killed him. I mean, it's just silly stuff. And so on Gospel of Thomas stuff, understand, it was not written by Thomas. It was written way after the fact. It does not agree in doctrine, in doctrine or harmony of tone. I mean, it's flat-out heresy. It's flat-out heresy. In fact, in the last of the sayings of the Gospel of Thomas, Jesus says that if a woman is going to get into heaven, he has to make her into a man. Because only men go to heaven. You, you know that, right? That's what the Bible teaches, right? <laughs> so Gospel of Thomas teaches that if a woman is going to get into heaven, she has to be made into a male. And then she can make it. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's foolishness. It's heresy. Uh, so they weren't written by uh, apostles they, anywhere, anywhere near the time of the apostles. Um, they don't agree with the harmony of doctrine and tone. And they were never, ever accepted by the church as a whole. And so people who write novels supposedly about these stories, um, even though they influence people, they are made up, fictitious, in this case, false stories. Mm -hmm.